Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to Super Mario Brothers. What's going on, Simon? <sighs> Exorcist 2, the heretic. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my idea. I'm kind of regretting it now. Oh, so we have someone to blame then. Yeah, that's me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we watched that movie. I literally just finished watching it before we hit record, and I am, uh, I'm sad. I'm, uh, a little drained. Well, should we, should we, uh, lead into this somehow? Like, do we want yeah, to start let's not get, that? let's not get right into it. Let's, uh, besides that, how, how, how's, how's your week been? How was your Thanksgiving? Your Canadian Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, uh, we made turkey and mashed potatoes and all that, and... We enjoyed a nice, a nice uh, turkey day dinner. Nice turkey turkeys, and then we kicked right into <laughs> by watching um, a bit of the haunting of Bly House. The haunting of who house? Is it the haunting of Bly House? It, it's by the same guy who made um, Haunting of Hill House. Oh, uh, I was thinking of Haunting of Hill House. I thought you might have just had a typo there. No, uh, no I've never called, heard of it. It's called The Haunting of Bly Manor. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Bly House would be too much of a fucking yeah coincidence. But yeah, um, not as good, in my opinion. Oh, good. Didn't, didn't have the draw to the characters as much as the previous movie, but the uh, show, rather. But eh, what can you do? Was it a sequel to The Hill House? No, it wasn't attached in any way other than it was uh, about a haunted house. Oh, okay. That, that much I did gather. Yeah, and on top of on top of that, um, I watched uh, The Mask of the Red Death, starring Vincent Price, directed by Roger Corman. Vincent Price. Vincent Price, that guy, that that uh, that classic actor. And um, let me also say, not not as good. It's pretty cheap. Directed by oh, Roger no. Corman. If you don't know who Roger Corman is, he basically is the champion of the B-movie genre. He knows how to make movies for cheap, and some of them actually go pretty well. Oh, like what? Look up his filmography. Like, he's got a got a quite impressive list. He made, like, a Star Wars knockoff where a group of uh, bounty hunters kidnap a kid from Earth and they take him on spacefaring adventures. And it uses, so, like... like Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of. <laughs> yeah, and it, the, the intro music uses, like... A previous draft of I think the search for Spock intro music. Oh, yeah, no, they, they okay. used a I don't know maybe they had an ex like a a score in progress lying around. They're like, hey, can I use that? And I'm like, sure. Roger Corman, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of him honestly. Oh my god, the man is 94 years old and he's still alive. Oh, good for him. Oh, you might know him from I don't know. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. Directed that. Uh, Death Race 2000. Death Race. Starring like David I... Carradine and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, shit. Uh, you might know him from uh, A Bucket of Blood, which no, maybe you wouldn't no, know him from that. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> um, how about The Raven, also starring Vincent Price? The Raven. Quoth The Raven, nevermore. Nope, not personally, no. No? Nah. Read, read you some Edgar Allan Poe. 
Oh, I I know that bit. I think everybody knows that bit, but never saw the movie. Well, apparently you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, Sheen Gun Kelly, Teenage Caveman, Attack of the Giant Leeches. This is all um, the same dude, the same director? Uh, directed and producer of, of some of these. Um, what else did he do? What 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 prominent thing did he do? Uh, Saint Valentine's Day Massacre, um, Dunwich Horror. This guy's got a rap sheet a mile long. Wow. He even acted That'd... as a senator in The Godfather Part Two. Oh, yeah. I still have to watch that. Yeah. Well, we all, we all have to watch it. It's apparently very good. I've heard it's better than the first one. But yeah, that's beside my point. Uh, this reason right. I'm going on this tangent for Roger Corman is because I watched it because Vincent Price was starring in it, and I had also just showed Alexa the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, the Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, I love never, that movie. Yeah, she'd never seen it before, so I was like, oh that's my god, crazy! A Disney movie I've seen that she hasn't. So it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Wow. Then, that let me was tell you, like old Disney. Yeah, and let me tell you, it is still good. Really? It, it is still a very good movie. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was I'm, one of my favorites for sure. I've grown to appreciate Basil more because he's just an asshat and it's great. Oh, the main detective mouse guy? The eponymous great mouse detective, yes. <laughs> and because oh, wow. Vincent Price also stars as the villain in that movie as uh, Ratigan. Ratigan. <laughs> and my God, still amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I like, want to watch that now. The movie was so good. They outright refer to like the fact that he's drowned women and children. Wait, what? No, like in the movie, they refer to how the main villain actively drowned widows and orphans. What did they say word for word? Um, Do you remember? He's talking about how a great, um, a, a very evil and dastardly plot is uh, brewing in his brain in his song and his henchmen go even meaner worse than the widows and orphans you've drowned what <laughs> you're the best of the world yeah holy shit right that is so blatantly evil what the <laughs> fuck disney <laughs> yeah <laughs> back when they had balls i guess when they had some fucking teeth yeah no but, doubt but uh, I don't know. You can hardly attribute Disney to those movies anymore. Has, hasn't Disney been terrible more than it's been good at this point? I, I'm inclined to agree. We're talking about least, Disney again. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are. But, but anyway. anyway, anyway. <laughs> but. So that's kind of what I've been up to, apart from doing this amazing, most fanciful, uh, fantastic thing that I've been brewing. Right, yes. That will be... We're working up to that. Referred to later as soon yeah, as you've, I... been, you've been busy you've been uh, watching a lot of movies this week too hey oh sure i i mean i've i'm out of work right now um got laid off uh, a couple days ago and i got i have the month basically and then i start working weekdays at night so that's fun yeah at least it isn't weekends i suppose at least it's work at least it's work yeah regular work yeah, well, I mean, as regular as you can get sweeping LRT platforms. But right. anyway, what about you, Stephen? What have Stephen been up to? Um, 
<clears throat> I've been up to a little bit. I was a little preoccupied. I actually flew home for Thanksgiving the past week. So that was like five days. I was in my hometown. Risky wasn't business. All, a little bit. It was like, it wasn't terrible. Like for for both flights in and out of Vancouver, I had the entire road of myself on the airplane, which was kind of surprising. So, you, But you weren't the only one on the plane. No, no, no. There were tons of people on the plane. It just wasn't packed. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> well, how how are airports going to be sustainable if they have to be private? You know, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm like my my flight out was at like eight a.m. on a Thursday, so I didn't really expect to see very many people there because that's kind of an unpopular time. But yeah, coming home uh, the other day was. Uh, yeah, it was pretty full. There were all of two places I could actually go and get a beer, and they were all packed, and the line was, like, really long, so I was like, okay, well, just fuck it, I guess. I'm not doing it this time. There's something to be, something to be said for sobriety. Well, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> it was also, like, I had a, like, pretty decent layover between flights, so I was like, oh, what the hell else am I gonna do? Mm. Uh, um, I, well, I did actually pick up the 100. I watched a couple episodes in the airport. Have you ever heard of it? Um, is that another young adult thing where teenagers fight for their lives against a horrible, oppressive, um, totalitarian dictatorship? Not necessarily. I mean, you're half right. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> what are they fighting uh, against? They're like they're all on a space station. Like at least in the pilot episode, all of humanity is like on this space station, and but they're running out of power and oxygen and stuff, and they're like, well. Last we checked, Earth was completely uninhabitable. So what the fuck do we do? So they they just rounded up a hundred kids, sent them to Earth, and let them fend for themselves. Welcome to Earth. And oh, so, so you're telling me that doesn't smack of totalitarian totalitarian fuck? Eh? What totalitarian dictatorship? It wasn't really a dictatorship. It's very democratic, but like I'm not. Sh I don't. It's been so long since I watched the pilot. I forget if it was volunteered or not, but. Yeah, it was either that or die on the space station, so they chose to take a shot, which is fair. Mm. Well, alright. I, I, you know, I heard some stories about it, about how they killed some of their only gay characters or something. <laughs> Got people a little miffed. I mean, I don't really think I'm that far. They killed a lot of people in their first season. There was like 40 or 30 or 40 gone by the end of the season. It was kind of crazy. But, uh, or yeah, I don't know. on Titan approach. All right. I guess so. Never seen that one, but, uh, I don't know. It's whatever. It's, it, it does have like the aspects of a, a teen drama in there. It, it is a little bit like hokey at times. Like I don't really buy a lot of the drama. Like all these kids are taking themselves way too seriously. I feel well, it's like yeah, C CW it's, stuff. Yeah. It's for teenagers. Pretty, yeah, but, pretty open and shut there. I, I, but I thought I'd give it another shot because I heard like the seasons following the first one just got better and better. So I was like, okay, fine. Maybe they tone it down a little bit and there's actually some decent stuff going on. But I only watched like a couple episodes of season two. So I'll, I might keep watching. We'll see. Yeah, well, hope it, hope it works out for you. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Anything else you've watched? <laughs> Besides the obvious, um, well, I wanted to talk. We we haven't talked about this yet. I wanted to get this on the on the record, I suppose. Oh. So 
new new Super Smash character came out a little while ago. Steve from Minecraft. I want to kill myself. I didn't think they would actually do it. <laughs> Minecraft Steve. The is, meme is officially real. <laughs> Sans from Undertale is in Super Smash Brothers. Minecraft Steve and Zombie and Enderman and Alex are in Super Smash Brothers. I, I don't know. Your, your guess about Sora being in there might be off base because we probably might see some other fucking meme in there. Like, remember Nancat? I think Nancat might come back. Oh, fuck no. Nancat might be in Super Smash Brothers. No, no, no. That's way too That's way too far off. I'm not being serious. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> you know, you but, were. you know, if, if we're going to speculate on what memes they could put in Super Smash Brothers, um, how about Yo Noid? How about, that? The, how about the Noid? You know, you remember those Domino's commercials where that little gremlin came and fucked with your pizza if you didn't order Domino's? Excuse me? Well, you have some homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we have four more left, right? Yeah. Four more DLC characters. So I feel like the odds are pretty high about Sora from Kingdom Hearts making it, but... I guess we'll see, because honestly, I would not have called this in a million years. Minecraft I mean, like, Minecraft is, Steve. it is still, like, increasing in popularity. Oh, it's one of the biggest games on the planet in all yeah. the industry. It's it, it was silly not to think they weren't going to get it. It's just no one wanted to believe it, because <laughs> it's just Minecraft. So absurd. It's Minecraft. absurd. I do like his uh, final smash attack, though, where he, I think he... I think someone gets like trapped in a cave and then just a bunch of creepers approach like 10 or something creepers and just blow them up. I think that's kind of funny. That's pretty funny. They yeah. I did play the his little single player like mode thing and it was it was a little fun playing as the Enderman. Oh wait, is it out yet? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Oh, I thought it was just an announcement. Shit, I got to download it. Well, it was an announcement 5 days ago, but then it became implemented into the game. And I hope I you just... I hope you saved all your replay data because that shit's gone now. What? Yeah, whenever they put out a big patch like this, they can't do the replays anymore reliably, so they just delete them. What do you mean? Like I saved them when like as a video the option? Yeah, you, saved, you record them as a video, then they're fine. The videos are fine. It's just the replay data itself is gone. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So, um, if, so if you have any replay data you haven't saved yet, um, save them before you download uh, per, uh, version 9.0. Got it. Okay. This is your well, public service announcement that will go out far too late <laughs> for half of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Switch doesn't automatically update, so um, yeah, I will look, look into that. I, I got rid of my online membership a little while ago. You did? Yeah. I mean, oh. like, I was just I was just burning through money because, like... I, <laughs> At peak quarantine this summer, like I was, I was getting fucking furious at online play, and then I just had to take a break because, like, I I kept getting so close to Elite Smash, and then it would just keep getting higher. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna tear my hair out trying to get there, so I just like stopped playing. Man, and I and then I haven't played now in like a couple months, so I just kind of got rid of the membership. Man, you gotta you gotta lose that mindset. You gotta just find a character you enjoy playing with, and you just gotta just go. You know, you the ones I enjoy, it. the ones I enjoy playing as I'm good with. So it's like I just naturally get to a higher score and then it's like, well, I'm at a pretty high score. I feel like I get a little higher. You know, 
Yeah. And then when I, and then when I lose, and then I lose like five fucking million points, it pisses me off. So I just yeah I you and your weighed the cost. And, yeah, I'm like ridiculously competitive. I can't help it. Oh yeah. Um, it, it it runs in the family. I'm sure. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, additionally, I think you would uh, I, well, I'm, we'll see what your reaction Fuck. is. But there's a you remember Mad Max Fury Road? No way. What what's there's happening? A, there's uh there's gonna be a prequel focused on Furiosa. Like a, a movie? Yeah, they got him. They got the they they got the contracts and the the payments all squared away. Or what happened? I don't think. Mad Max isn't going to be in it, but like, well, no, no, no. Who gives a shit? But like, they 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 are doing something with the property. Yeah, they've cast Furiosa. They recast her as the uh, what's what's her name? Anya Taylor Joy. She was in Split, Glass, and New Mutants. I think she was the blonde. Furiosa prequel, huh? Yeah, man. Imperator also... Furiosa. Uh huh. Yeah, they also she, cast. Yeah, she... Anya Taylor Joy, yeah, she could play Charlie's there. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, they also cast Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul Medin the second. I think he was uh, Black Manta in Aquaman. Oh, he was in. He was a character in Who Cares the movie. <laughs> all that, all that aside, he's a he's a decent actor, I suppose. We'll we'll huh. see what happens, but let's be real. Is anyone really getting their acting chops in when they are casting these superhero movies? No, not really. We're talking about superhero movies again. Okay, uh, diverting. Um, but yeah, no, I thought you'd be interested to hear that. Yeah, no, I hey, anything to do with that particular like movie and that particular crew and those characters, I'm I'm down for. I'm. I just wish. Uh, <laughs> I just wish it didn't take this long to get it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, when did Fury Road come out? That was oh, a while shit. ago. Was that like 2016? Something like that, yeah. That yeah, was before I'd moved away. <laughs> before everything started going to shit. Um, well, that was... Yeah, no, 2015. Yeah. 2015. Wow! <laughs> yeah, five years ago. Holy shit. The best action movie ever made was five years ago. Was it the best action movie ever made? I would... There are compet- there are contenders, of course, but Mad Max Fury fucking Road <laughs> is a fucking adrenaline shot to your fucking spine. Yeah, that's that's very true. Like hot Good movie. damn. It's just Might have to watch hit. the originals. Hmm? Might have to watch the originals. I never actually saw them. Um yeah, I, I guess you could watch them. I mean Fury Road does a pretty good job of like, you know, bypassing any need for any prior context. Mm-hmm. Everything he wants right there. Hang on, cat's being naughty. Gus, Gus, you little he, shit. He climbed up on Alexa's makeup desk earlier and just dumped all her shit on the floor. Oh no, he's a little stink. <laughs> he's She's not gonna be happy with that. Oh, no, but uh, she'll adjust because she loves him, and so do I. Oh, how yeah. very wholesome. Anyway, any yes. More. Yes, yes, anywho. Uh, so, I mean, should we get into it now? Do we have to? I mean, I guess. 
We said we would. We got like 40 minutes left to... Fuck. Gotta talk about <laughs> something now, don't we? Well, I have we something can't... else we can chat about, so we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this. Uh, uh, so you had mentioned that you'd watched the original Exorcist last episode. This is correct. And you took a look at some reviews then. Play that footage back. Yeah, here you go. I was at Technicolor and a guy said, we just finished a print of The Exorcist 2. Do you want to have a look at it? And then I looked at a half an hour of it and I thought it was as bad as seeing a traffic accident in the street. It was horrible. It's just a stupid mess made by a dumb guy. John <laughs> Borman, by name. Somebody who should be nameless, but in this case should be named. A horrible picture. <laughs> Everyone involved in this, apart from Linda Blair, should be ashamed for all eternity. Oh like, what? Yeah. And now, and now, um, <sighs> despite, despite, like, common sense, despite all, like, forms of intellectual thought, we <laughs> subjected ourselves to just a slog fest, just a complete mistake, one where Linda Blair even said it was the greatest disappointment of her career. We watched Exorcist 2, The Heretic. The Heretic. And it, uh... Well, Steve, what, what did you think, Stephen? What did you, uh... I... Okay, well, first off, those reviews that I saw, a little extra, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. A, a quite, a quite, quite a lot extra, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't a good movie at all, but, <laughs> but like, I wasn't... I wasn't angry at it for being so bad i mean granted this is coming from the perspective of someone who had never seen it when it was when it gained its you know its legacy like it it's became notoriety. one of the yeah exactly when it became one of the, the best horror films ever made and it almost won an oscar or linda blair almost won an oscar for it and right. all this stuff like i watched it from the perspective of someone who has seen a lot of different horror a lot of more modern horror movies as well and just i mean it was really good i i, I liked the movie a lot it was terror i was actually scared for sure uh at certain points but like this exorcist 2 like who is a horror movie was it was it a I horror movie no it wasn't it wasn't a horror I, movie i wasn't scared at all it was more of like a suspense thriller experimental film with demons in it. Goofy-ass demons in it. What was his name? Palele P P Pagaga? What's the fuck? Pazuzu? <laughs> the ultimate demon, Pele. Pele. <laughs> no, it was Pazuzu. Apparently, looking at the plot description from the first movie, I guess it is the same demon. But, like, they just didn't really name it as much, if at Wait. all. Which added to the mystique, because I'm sure the filmmakers of the first movie understood that you couldn't have a fucking intimidating villain named after the sound babies make for the first time. Named after the toucan from The Lion King. Pazuzu. Pazazu. Oh, Zazu. It's <laughs> Zazu. <laughs> Same shit. But, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I was, like, I was following the plot, and... That was pretty much it. Like, I don't really have 
very many thoughts on it. Like I just watched it and I'm already forgetting a lot okay. of it because okay. it was so well, forgettable. Okay. What was the name of the main priest character? Uh, Philip Lamont. Oh my god, you actually remembered. I'm also looking at the Wikipedia page. Oh, oh, that's che- oh fuck. Okay. I'm cheating. <laughs> it's it's the only way you could remember half. Like, oh, it's, it's yeah, it's that bad because like I just yeah, like it was just so easy to forget. It was so it was, unremarkable. I was forgetting things the minute like the camera angle changed or some shit. Like the, with every cut, I forgot what had happened in the previous scene. Oh, I, I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I did remember. James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones was in it. Just randomly, <laughs> and turns. he was the he was the best part. He just randomly turns from some shaman into yeah. What the hell was up with that? I don't. Maybe the priest was just. Maybe that was just some funky ichor he drank at that uh, that little gathering that he um, traveled halfway maybe. across the world for. But yeah, this pri- this priest was traveling to Africa to find this guy who was also possessed with this demon at one point. And finds this shaman dude, and he's like, test your faith, step over this bed of nails or spiky things to prove your faith. And then he steps on a thorn, and it goes through his foot, and then he falls on his face, and then boom, he's in a clinic with James Earl Jones. And I was just, I was very confused. That he might, he might have just been seeing shit, I don't fucking know. Like, there were some, there were some bold, uh, bold strokes in regards to, like, the camera work and all that just like how about the pov shots from the locust point of view until he comes to the guy who just randomly turns into a jaguar for some reason oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, they they really like that imagery didn't they like i don't know if you've seen walkabout have you ever seen walkabout no you know uh, it's an australian movie about some kids who get lost in the outback because they're I think their stepfather comes out to shoot him because he lost everything or something. Anyway, they had some really, really offbeat camera work going on. Like, the visual storytelling there was so, like, jarring that it <laughs> it quickly became known for one of the most, one of the greatest experimental films of all time. But, um, oh. and I got kind of flashes of, like, we're cutting to random nature footage and then... <laughs> We can understand this is the perspective of the locust. So I'm just thinking, oh, okay, we're we're trying something new here. And then the jaguar comes up, and I think, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, I okay. I I don't I don't know why anyone would have watched this movie, but just to quickly recap, this this movie does still follow Linda Blair's character of uh Reagan. Can we talk about can we talk about the first like shot her character is introduced in? Because it happens right after the one priest is like viewing that one exorcist, like that one lady burn herself to death in the opening scene. Yeah, the and, opening and, scene. And then it just cuts to her standing on some high school stage, just tap dancing. Yeah, that was so. And then weird. it cuts to the fucking psychiatric psychiatric ward, and then it cuts to the Vatican. <laughs> I don't. Mm. There's they're no. Called, they're called establishing shots. Son. This is no. They're. You know what? They have to establish. They have to like. They don't only, only not only have to establish something. They have to have some ten ten like, some link from the previous scene to the next scene. Instead, we just get a shotgun blast. <laughs> camera cut. 
to a whole different thing. Like we're we're watching a lady burn herself to death, and then uh-huh. we're watching Linda Blair tap dance while some guy who we never see again just oh yeah playing. was he playing the saxophone or something yeah he was playing the saxophone was he, he was like the... helping her practice or something but what, like were they flirting like i don't i thought it was i thought there was some flirting going on there i mean i guess we'll never know i mean i guess it's not about him it's not about him right now whatever but like i guess they know each other oh well i guess they'll do nothing about it i mean i'm guessing they were trying to paint the picture of like oh she she's in recovery she's trying to live a normal life as a 16 year old now well, yeah, of course, but like, easy into it, please. But it was just it, so please. jarring, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> this movie's just, just such a it's it's all fire. over the pl- It's all over the place. It's one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen. And the dubbing is so fucking painful. Oh, it's terrible. Oh you, know what I, you know what I hated the most? Well, I didn't really hate it because it made me laugh. But like, the fucking score where it's just this woman screaming at the top of her lungs and i say it's the score because it repeats itself at yeah. different times in the movie it shows up multiple times and it's just so fucking just so weird like it's just I, like <laughs> like i don't know i don't know what it's from like it could be it i don't know it could be another language for all i know it could be you know what what language is this simon uh, ah, ah! Wow, you just capped you just capped out right there. You just blew the threshold. Well, it capped out my patience. Oh well, there you go. I dropped the ball but, on the ground. Yeah, it was. Um, it just it made me laugh because it was so out of place and ridiculous. What was the music playing when he was flying in the locust? And it was just like. I yeah, know. it was the same shit. It was the same piece of music, I guess you could say. Because hmm. the lady was still screaming her ass off. And then, yeah, that little musical cue you just said came every now and again. It was just, it was weird. It was so weird. It was very it was strange. Distracting. You know what? You know what? They, uh, who was the guy that threw himself out the window in the first movie? He was the um, real, he was the real, uh, MVP. <laughs> And, like, they did him dirty. They didn't even mention him. Well, because he was losing his faith, and they're probably like, oh, we don't we don't fuck with no... This guy no. was the... This, yeah, he might have been losing his faith, but this guy was the hero. He literally took a demon into his body to save this girl, and he hurled himself out of a window and killed himself. Well, they, they probably didn't... He probably didn't want to come back for the next... Uh, for the sequel. And I do mean, you I blame, blame him? him. In retrospect, no, do you really blame him? <laughs> no, not really. But like, they could at least mention him. It was so noteworthy that there was a crowd of people outside of the staircase, and the police were there, and it was like this whole thing. And they didn't even mention him. It was like, okay, this is stupid. Wow, that's uh, that's what happens when contracts are involved in your movie making. Max von Sydow just had a fucking heart attack and died at the edge of the bed. He didn't do anything. Wait, wait, did, did he? Did he have a heart attack all on his own, or was like the demon like in, like influencing him to have a heart attack? Because that was a very confusing scene too, when uh, our priest uh, Lamont was looking into the past through a psychic beam of. Okay, can we talk about? <laughs> okay, so Linda that Blair... whole thing. Yeah, so Linda Blair's getting psychological therapy through a a device which picks up 
on wavelengths in which she has to look at a strobe light with a tone until she is in a meditative state and her mind is sent back to her past and then she can then link other people to join her in her past but the that only time probably the, the best way you could have described it but the only time it's ever like shown visually is when we're looking at the the older priest from the first movie have his heart attack and die while her psychologist who has joined her in this past psychic link bullshit um, is also having a heart attack because she came back and the demon is massaging her heart or stopping that was her heart so by, weird. by slapping her titty around. Yeah, and that was so fun. Slapping her psychic titties. So it's like demon Reagan from the past and Reagan from the demon present. Demon Ronald Reagan are from like... the past. <laughs> <laughs> demon Ronald Reagan shows up. Oh my god. Yeah, like uh, what the fuck? Uh, what's what was the demon's name again? Pazuzu possessing Reagan from the first movie is like fondling I think you mean her Pazuzu Pazuzus. Pazuzu, <laughs> can I can let me get through this fucking part? <laughs> this is hard enough to say in the first place. <laughs> Pazuzus, <laughs> Doctor Seuss Pazuzus. <laughs> Would you possess them here or there? Shut Would you possess them anywhere? Shut the fuck up. I can't. I, I will can't not throw fuck. up my pea soup. I will not do it. I will not eat pea soup Puzz- and ham. I will not eat it, Sam. I am. <laughs> Does your mom suck cocks in hell? I don't recall very well. I need a second. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and we're back. Um, I just, I almost had a heart attack myself. Uh, okay. So, what the fuck was I saying? Um, talking about oh. the slapping around psychic titties. Yeah. Oh, I so like, went off. Reagan's grabbing at the psychologist's titties, trying to like soothe her or something. And then Demon Reagan from the past is like grabbing her titty too. So you just see Reagan and Reagan just like linking their fingers and fucking around. It was like they made the best with what they had technology wise, but it just it looked so goofy. Yeah, it's hard to shit on a movie made in the 70s for special effects and all that. Yeah, like that's that's kind of what I was wondering. Like how much of this movie is bad just because it's bad and how much of it is bad just because the technology they had? Well... To answer that question, you'd only look at the performances of the actors who are sleepwalking through the entire thing. (laughs) At the end of the movie... Well, I mean, yeah, Lamont literally was sleepwalking until the... (laughs) That's right. Literally, the character was actually sleepwalking. His character was like... uh, Well, until the plot demanded that he be conscious. Like when the people came by looking for tickets. And then he was like, she belongs to me. Leave us alone. So he was... He was possessed then. He was possessed. He was possessed. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was like. I don't even know. It wasn't even clear because like he wasn't well, possessed. He wasn't possessed. He said she's mine, and the only character to do that was also Pazuzu, right? Because maybe, she, maybe she's, it was him. She's Pazuzu's forever, apparently. But right. like, except not really. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, shit. At the end of the movie, there's like, like the what? Who who are those two ladies? Like uh, the 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 shrink and her and her. Well, the shrink is yeah. It was Reagan shrink and, and her guardian Sharon Spencer. Okay. Apparently, her mom didn't feel like taking care of her anymore. I'm not exactly her, sure why. Her mom didn't want to come back for the sequel. I guess also. not. But uh, so they get into a car accident because of some bullshit, and then oh man, remember when the taxi driver literally punched a hole in the, in that the was windshield? Bad. That which was which is badass. physically impossible. But no, it was no, no, badass. it's not impossible if you're a f- fucking <laughs> badass though. It's hilarious. It's amazing. But yeah, no, no, her, her. Uh, the, what was it? The shrink who killed herself, but when she was no, possessed it was, it was, was her guardian. It was oh, the her, guardian. Yeah, her guardian killed herself by dousing, being doused in gasoline, and stepping on a car light, which set her on fire. Yeah, and um, the the shrink goes out into the street and goes, "Help! Well, someone oh my help God. me!" That was terrible. Someone help me! And then she just gives up calling for help. God awful. Because speaking in a very concerned voice didn't quite alert the townsfolk after this explosion happened in their street. Uh-huh. The lights were on in some of those houses. Yep. And I guess someone called the police because they showed up right before the credits rolled. But yes. Along uh, with like a crowd of 50 people. And suddenly they care. <laughs> and suddenly, yeah. Like they all, they all just came out of nowhere. It was like as soon as the protagonists left the area safely, then just everyone floods in at the exact same time. Mm, bunch of parasites. Anyway, but and also um, shout out to the guy who played the cardinal, who would talk to the priest in the like the first act, and who told him he was not gonna deal with any of this Reagan shit anymore. Um, uh-huh. His the guy who dubbed him over must be some classic theater person because he was just such a ham. Yeah, just so over the top. Like the guy com- telling him not to go to Africa, or telling him not to like do anything about this whole go the possession business. Got it. Because they're the whole thing was like they're questioning what even happened in the first movie. Like they don't think it was real. Yeah, apparently the church in this uh, movie is um, trying to downplay the whole Satan thing. Mm-hmm. People aren't big on like eternal damnation we gotta we gotta we gotta fix our image a bit we can't we can't be the party of condemnation we gotta be the party of like um wait did i say party i mean clergy we gotta be the clergy of uh (laughs) show my hand there (laughs) we gotta be the clergy of like good times we gotta show them like jesus jesus loves you and nothing there's no hell waiting for you there's no ain't no satan here Oh, Which is kind of hard to do with all this possession yeah, going around. Literally, yeah. <clears throat> Can we talk about the the climax of the movie? Um, where the priest get almost gets down and dirty with a succubus that looks like Reagan. She was seventeen during that. Yeah, I checked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, no, her character was sixteen. But her character was sixteen, but the actress was seventeen. <laughs> yeah, which is not much better. No. That was the goofiest fucking climax I've ever seen in my entire time. But it was so weird, dude. It was like, 
why uh, like, like they, they roll up to the house from the original movie and then they get ambushed by locusts like multiple times there's like there's some imagery there i suppose i don't fucking know um but yeah it's like it's the priest reagan and then there's this I'm, yeah it's a succubus that looks like reagan who's just chilling in reagan's old bed and then she's like have sex with me and you will have unlimited power or some shit like that <clears throat> so then he gets I'm down i'm sure and every guy thinks that before he gets laid <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm sure yeah. and then like <laughs> and then the succubus orders him to kill reagan and this guy, he's like the most inefficient murderer in the entire world. Because, like, he grabs her by the shoulders and he's just shaking her against the wall. I mean, maybe he was but, hoping for uh, Whiplash to set in. Maybe, but whiplash like. Whiplash is just, a bitch, man. It sucks. Yeah, but does it kill you right away? No. But as efficiently hurts. as, say, suffocation, perhaps? Well, hey, you gotta admit, he followed up pretty well when he punched the demon in the gut several times to pull her heart out of her ribcage. That is very true. He was efficient at it when the plot required him to be. But, you know, yeah, punching someone in the gut and ripping out their heart, like, I don't know how... I've never punched anyone so hard I punctured their skin i don't know about you i mean i would really hope not <laughs> it takes a lot of force i'm not even convinced you can actually do it uh I've watched, a, I've watched a ton of jojo uh yeah that's that's the basis for reality it's a not? fucking anime where every though? like where 17 year olds are eight foot tall zero percent body fat completely jacked and have powers Hey, he was six foot four. <laughs> we're not we're not talking about anime on this show. Why not? Because you coward! You coward! <laughs> I refuse. Watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, I Do condemn. It. I condemn that endorsement. Do it. Watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, listener. Fuck it's, no! It's stupid as shit, and I love it. Oh God. Anyway, <clears throat> Haven Hooven. Back to the worst film ever made. Um, oh, hardly. It's just boring. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I have a very tame opinion of this movie. I think just because of the circumstances in which I watched it. But like people back then, when film was still—I mean, obviously film is still developing—but like horror as a genre. It reached like a milestone and then people expected so much and that's that's almost impossible to live up to the expectation and then when it was this bad the reaction just gets so much worse like well it, maybe we're maybe we're looking at it from the wrong way maybe this is a horror movie for an entirely different kind of person because like what, what made the exorcist so scary it's the idea of like your body being turned against you like it's 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 what it's what happens when like the human body does something that is not strictly natural like mm -hmm. your head's swiveling in place you're climbing body backwards horror. down the stairs yeah body horror that's right and it's her, it's her face becoming scarred it's her throwing up pea soup it's it's all this like nasty stuff that this demon is getting this little girl to do and then but there was none of that 
There was none of that in this movie. Exactly, because they probably didn't have the talent for it. But the focus seemed to be a lot more on these, like, psychic links. So It was all about that, yeah. Yeah, so New Age horror? It, are these a bunch of pearl clutchers being scared of, like, occult vibes and, like, new psychiatric developments and shit? Mm-hmm. Because it's what brings know. the demon back. I guess. It, I, it never left, really? I don't... I don't know. Now, granted, film... Like, all pieces of art are up for interpretation. Like, our art is subjective and all that. Calling but, like, this a piece of art is a bold statement. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> oh, Calling hey, this a piece of art is a bold statement. Hey, like it or not, it tried to convey some shit. Mm, it's, yeah. it's a series of images put on film in a sequence that tells a story and it has artistic elements to it like and yeah, we're talking it, 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 it makes the the bare minimum requirements yeah like for it to be the, called art. Well, i'd say it, the fact that we're talking about it now this this is my argument if you get people talking about it it's art yeah that's fair that's 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 my argument okay yeah that's valid I know but, there there are some pieces of media where people would rather that not be the case. I can think of one recent example that I won't name, but uh, no, name it, name it, name it, do it. Okay, yeah, it's a uh, it's called and um <laughs> and uh, yeah, when that came out, and people are still flipping their shit about it, and the CEO of Netflix first like um, even commented <laughs> on it, right? But uh, <laughs> but yeah, um. <laughs> I will not defend that movie being made. I will not defend what they did to make it. Of but, course, but it's it's telling a story about women being and girls like being sexualized and all that shit. It's from, told from the perspective of someone who went through that and tried to assimilate into Western society. And let's not mince words. Toddlers and tiaras was a thing. <laughs> Reality TV. Beauty pageants for children. Dance moms. That shit is fucking funny, though. I've seen a few episodes, and it's like it, it's obviously cancerous and it's terrible, but it's just it's something you watch to make yourself feel better. It's like keeping up with the Kardashians and oh, stuff man, like we, that. We can't be looking down on our fellow man like that so much. It's. I'm, I'm I mean, sorry. They're, to... they're already they're already down there. So. <laughs> no, no, come on, come on. <laughs> like, I'm starting to regret like being so judgmental all the time because it's like we're all operating on different levels of ignorance here and some of them some of those aren't even our fault but yeah, like, now you're now now you're taking the fun out of reality tv reality tv is fun for you i think you it's a goddamn tiger king well i know the guy one of them got uh, recently charged with um animal trafficking so yeah, i think i think that I tells that. me all i think that tells me all i need to know really yeah, but like, and that, but and, and that was more like a documentary into into like a a segment of really fucked up people. Oh yeah, it was more about the people than the tigers. That's the whole point. It's, yeah, no, it's like case in point. Look at these people who are have all these endangered species, or some shit. Uh huh. And look at how fucked up they are to have done this, and like how fucked up they are in general. But um. <laughs> That doesn't make me like happy to be myself. It makes me really fucking sad. <laughs> uh, I guess 
everyone has a different takeaway, I suppose. I I guess. I guess. <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? What an oddly positive note. Uh, spooky month. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll turn up the positivity a little bit. Um... I, we have a little bit of time left, so I wanted to talk about The Boys a little bit. Season 2 finale aired uh, last week sometime, and um, what'd you think? What'd you think overall, like, for the season? Holy fuck. <laughs> Accurate. I found myself saying that every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, my, my god, the deep storyline... Just keeps getting funnier and funnier. It's just a, a comedy of errors, that guy. It's the best, like, butt monkey of any piece of media ever, and I love it. <laughs> that bit that bit with the whale? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my God. They just yeah, went the, bo- the boys. The boys literally drive a boat directly into a whale that the deep is riding on. <laughs> and it goes as you would expect it to and Huey's just sitting there in the whale's rib cage going yeah I'm going to sit this out yeah, you, guys you guys go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> holy shit this movie's great uh, the show I mean Home- <clears throat> Homelander cementing his place as one of my favorite fictional characters of all time man the the boys did it again it was like the, uh, Homelander's the evil you know and then Stormfront, new character, comes in. And then it's they're also at odds the for a little while. Because she's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for the for the point in time where we don't know that, she's at odds with Homelander. And it's like, her, her oh, name is, interesting. Her name is Stormfront. That is telegraphed to high heaven. <laughs> yeah. But, but, like, you know what I mean, right? Like, for a moment, you don't know if you're rooting for Homelander or Stormfront. Because you hate Homelander, but like you know I mean, him already. I mean, you don't have to root for either of these people. That's always an option. Well, in a <laughs> okay, in a, in a scene where they're arguing, like one person wins, one person doesn't. That's like a that's like kind of a rule for writing a scene. But like, I mean, is it when when they're at odds? Like, how do you feel coming out of it? Do you like want Homelander to win, or do you want Stormfront to win? You know. I think to myself, wow, look at these shitty people having this slap fight in their trailer. Oh my god. What I'm what I'm trying to get at is I was like, for a brief moment, I was like, I was kind of on Homelander's side. I was like, oh shit, he's kind of losing his popularity and his shit. Like, I kind of want him to get rid of Stormfront. She's a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no! No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> They're both you know, terrible people. Well, yes, but okay. You know what? Fuck, it's just she's a different lost. kind of horrible. Yeah, and which one do you like side with the most? Neither of them. Oh one's a Nazi and one's a megalomaniac. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know, know what it. you're talking about, and it's horseshit. What you can't sympathize with? No, well, I sympathize. can't sympathize with them. Are you out of your mind? You're so full of shit. No, you I'm are so not. full of shit. No, fuck you. No. Yes, <laughs> the evil you know. That's a thing. The evil you know. 
You're so full of shit. I obviously, I don't want, I don't want Homelander to win at the end of all of this, but I was like, for a brief moment, I was like, I was taking his side over Stormfront. So like the lesser of two evils kind of situation. You laughing fuck? at me and shit. This the is real. Fuck, the fuck do you mean lesser of two evils? He's evil Superman. He could wipe out the planet with a thought. And you're on his side because someone actually put him in his place for once? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You're so full of shit. People will agree with me on this. Oh, I hope not. Oh my god. So you just like you hate everything that's going on unless the boys are up on screen? I didn't say that. Because the boys are shitty people too. Yeah. That's Butcher's the point. a terrible person, but you but like I him. So there you go. Th- there I go, what? What what have what have you what point have you proven here? What, that Butcher's a terrible person, but you also like him? He's what, funny. Li- I wouldn't invite him around for afternoon tea. Of course not. He's a dangerous psychopath, and he probably wants to kill his wife's son. <laughs> probably, especially after, well... <laughs> I guess, spoilers for season two. You knew what you were getting into, listener. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's fair, because it was only a week ago. Put a spoiler warning in the des- in the description there. You knew what Will you were for. Read yeah, the description so- of everything you... Everything you want to listen or watch to, everybody. It's common courtesy to put up a spoiler tag. So here it is. Fair warning. Turn it off if you haven't seen it or don't want it to get spoiled. But yeah, so... Yeah. So Homelander has a kid by Butcher's wife. We knew that by the end of season one. But by the end of season two... uh, What was the kid's name again? Do you remember? Bobbers. I forgot. I forget. But yeah, he ends up frying, frying Stormfront and like getting all of her limbs torn off and shit and accidentally kills Becca, Butcher's wife as well. And for a second, that look in his eyes after she died, I thought he was going to like fuck kill that kid. He was so... F- oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> and then Homelander shows up to try and claim the kid as his own. But the... The kid sticks with Butcher instead. And that's going to be season three, I suppose. And Homelander slips slowly into the abyss even further. Yeah, man. Dark, darker, yet darker. I am just, I am waiting for when he just finally snaps beyond repair. Oh. And just goes on a rampage. I live in fear of that. Right? It's oh, like it's terrifying. Oh shit! Did you know the uh, the kid? The kid's name is Ryan, by the way. Yeah, um, it was Ryan. Yeah. He's apparently recast for season two. Is he? Yeah. Um, according to this um, screen rant article, that is just not getting to the fucking point. Um, uh, blah 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 blah. Recapping the show, not telling me what I want to know. Screen <laughs> screen rant screen rant. You put it in your headline. Tell me why the fuck he was recast in the first paragraph. I don't care if this gets you ad views. Just be be convenient. I'm never visiting your site again. Um, Did you find it? <laughs> Are you done? The actor who played Ryan in season one, Parker Corno, was recast. Uh, season two features Cameron Crovetti. Uh, it's unclear. Th- 
It's not clear. <laughs> they don't know. Wait, you said I, he was recast for season two, not for season three? For season two. Oh, like so, he was in he was in season one for all of like thirty seconds. Yeah, but and he's not in season two. That that actor is in season two. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Why did they recast him? But now here I am, uh, two thirds of the way through the article, and they're saying it's unclear at this time why Cornell was replaced. Nice, helpful. The likely explanation is that the former lacked the experience necessary. Well, that's just speculation. And you want to know what they put for their fucking headline? Why Homelander's son was recast for season two? Fuck you, Screen Rant. <laughs> Fuck you, Screen Rant. <laughs> Christ on a hand bike. That doesn't even mean anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm blacklisting Screen Rant. All my homies hate Screen Rant. Fuck you. Anyway, what did you uh, what'd you think overall as compared to season one? Do you think it was better or worse? Or what do you think? I think it's just a big old ongoing story. I don't think you can really compare one with another. Like this. That's not true. <laughs> This is my opinion, dingus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to have an opinion. Well, so, of course. And my, but my like... opinion is thus. This is an ongoing story, and I just, I'm just i just kind of waiting for this whole ride to peter out until I can look back on it in retrospect. But if you want me to compare the seasons, I'd say season one was good, season two was good. Hot takes. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know. It's like the quality and material and character moments and writing and stuff like varies from season to season, from episode to episode even. But like I was just thinking there were a few things I liked about season one a bit more as compared to season two. Like with season one, they had to go through the logistics of killing Translucent, right? The invisible superhero with like impenetrable skin or whatever. There was like it was a whole episode dedicated just to that and it made it really interesting. Because these guys are really, uh, you know, at odds with these guys. Like, they're humans trying to take down superheroes. Like, it's not exactly as simple as putting a bullet in someone's head, right? Yeah, and they had to get the team back together, and they had to call in a few favors, and then Huey had to sack up and hit the button on a detonator. Yeah. So, it's just one big uh, big origin story for a group of mercenaries. Yeah, but then, like, so but there's then your, in there's season your origin two... Arc. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in season two... Like, just out of the blue, they're like, we have to kill every single one of these superheroes. We're going to. And it's not even, they don't even raise the question of how the fuck are we going to do that? It's like, do you think we really should? Like, it's a moral thing instead of a logistics thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, I think the question that the the unspoken question on everybody's mind is how the fuck are we going to kill Homelander? That's a good question. And, and it's probably best that they don't answer that right now because, like, what's the point of even asking? No one knows. He's he's invincible. He's essentially a god. Mm-hmm. So you you got to put aside the how how are we going to do this in favor of, like, like are these people even people kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, Because there's a lot of baggage to unpack in regards to Butcher, especially now that he has a... <laughs> now that he effectively has a super stepson. Yes. Although he did give him away to a foster home, so I guess maybe. Or like it was a government agency of some kind. Wasn't it wasn't it the foster home? Foster care? I really don't think it was a foster home. Maybe a, <laughs> a very very accommodating foster home. He I mean he's a good kid. It wasn't Vought. It was definitely No, no, no. It was the a government organization of some kind that will take care of him. 
Oh, that's reassuring. Wow. <laughs> Better than Vought. Is it, though? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we'll see. Season 3 has yet to come out. But yeah, th- that will be an interesting dynamic. It's not going to be easy for Butcher to get over that. It's like the entirety of Season 1, he thought his wife was dead. And then Season 2 came around. And I really liked her. Becca, she was such a great actress. Oh, yeah. I liked her character a lot. I sympathized, obviously. And then they did her dirty by the end. But that's that'll that, but that's that'll be an interesting. Tragic. That was just I a know. Tragic. Like I saw it coming a fucking mile away, and I was and it, it didn't lessen it for me like for a, a second, you know. Yeah, even like near the beginning of the season, like when I knew I liked her, I was like, oh fuck, she's not gonna last very long, is she? <laughs> like once the kids started to show his powers, I was like, okay, he's gonna stick around. But I wasn't sure about Becca. And something interesting I found out, like I was taking a look at a. Uh, differences between the comics and the show Mm. and uh turns out becca was dead the entire time like she was dead before the events of the comic actually took place really so yeah they changed that up a little bit kept her gave her a bit of an arc for the season and then killed her (laughs) which was so sad i was so sad oh that was that was a gut punch for sure it it really was like yeah i think storm uh, it was either stormfront was gonna kill her or ryan and it was Ryan. Why not both? Why not both? Little <laughs> fuck. Uh, but like, yeah, I thought the like the character arcs in this season were pretty good too. Like, Huey's trying to grow a little more independent and figure out his place. Oh my god! I <laughs> I found out because I, I could never get over this. I found out why Mother's Milk is called Mother's Milk. So it's such a weird fucking nickname that I had to do some research. Oh, did they reveal it in the comics or something? It's completely... Okay, well... Oh, in wait, the wait, comics, wait, wait, wait. They, they haven't revealed it in the show yet, did they? Uh, They did, I think. Like, when his character was introduced, they kind of, like... But it, it, it... Okay, I'll just explain it. Because, like, uh, in the comic books, the boys are, like, an actual branch of the, the CIA that were authorized and given funds and whatnot. But they they take Compound V on the regular to level the playing field. Oh, hmm. Yeah, from okay. day one, they've just been, like, uh, huh. taking Compound V to, like I said, level the playing field with all these superheroes they're trying to take down. And Mother's Milk, <laughs> I think his, I believe his mother was a soup. And from when he was a baby, he was drinking her milk, and that gave him superpowers. So that's why they call him Mother's Milk. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Garth Ennis. That's um. That's like, a great it, visual to put in my brain. That, right it now. is the weirdest nickname I've ever heard, and it's like it stuck out like a sore thumb. But I, yeah, I had to do some research there. But like, yeah, some other stuff I found that was quite interesting. You remember Stillwell from season one, the the lady that had a weird mother son relationship with Homelander. I had forgotten, but thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, she was gender bent for the show. She uh, she was actually a dude in the comics, and he ends. He's like the main antagonist for like the entire run of the show oh. or the comics. Oh, so they, so they I, really are taking some creative liberties here. Yeah, I think they went and replaced his character with uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character, uh, Edgar. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. One of the only few people to put Homelander in his place and not get laser-eyed right off the bat. Yay. 
that was cool that was cool to see my um, god homelander homelander is such a fucking horrifying concept i know jesus it's, and he's only getting worse and worse because he's like he's losing his family like the the connection he had with stormfront by the end of the season was completely severed I, apparently she's still alive by the way oh probably yeah yeah according to the showrunner so yep she's still kicking just missing an eye and a few limbs but you know speaking gratuitous german yeah speaking of her she was also gender bent in the store in the comic books she was a dude so yeah hmm. they're doing some pretty interesting stuff with these characters yeah well it's um well, it's make, making one hell of a show and i'm all i'm all here for it yeah and it's uh, it's still in its grimy and gratuitous glory that'll have you like gasping every now and again as soon as they brought out surprise splody decapitations i was like okay this is fucked mama had a baby and her head popped off wait what dandelions what 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 are you saying huh okay <laughs> anyway um apparently Jensen Ackles from Supernatural is coming to the show in season three to be Soldier Boy, a guy from the comics who is leading his own little faction of street level superheroes, I think they're called. Named Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. I don't think it's the rest of that one. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Soldier well, was... Boy had no quarrel with just stealing uh illegal roms and putting him on well, his bootleg console so <laughs> oh yeah he had a console at one point so um, just having he, a character named soldier boy he'd have to be a hypocrite to fight that well he was also soldier boy with a j and an a oh like that makes a difference to anyone with oh, copyright oh. claims oh it does it does nah, mm. <laughs> it sure does people will cling on to any fucking little like any they'll grasp at any straw they can to get a payday it works apparently yeah, apparently but yeah no the boys season two is really great i i like the first one a little bit more but yeah all in all still pretty good stuff i'm love the eight episode stretches i hope they keep that up however i think it worked to their detriment a little bit because like the amount of times people got in and out of impregnable fortresses with ease Kind of blows my mind. Well, like Huey getting out of the, the tower? Huey getting in and out of the tower without being spotted. Butcher getting in and out of the fortress where Becca was being kept. And, well, he got spotted, but he got away with it. And Becca getting breaking out in the season finale with a kitchen knife and nothing else. Wait, is that how she got out? Wait, she, how... she escaped all by herself. How did she? Wait, yeah, that... I totally must have blanked on that. Like, how did she... When when did she grab a kitchen knife? And then... And then what? Well, because uh, Homelander and Stormfront turned Ryan against her, right? Because they were showing him the outside world. So he was yeah. pissed and they flew off with him. So she was like, well, shit, I have nothing to stick around here for. So it might it might have been a switchblade. I'm not sure, but it was a really puny knife. And it was like... They're it was not like going to give her a switchblade. <laughs> it was like a 15-second scene of her, like getting out and being on the run from soldiers and dogs, I believe, like canine unit dogs. And she just like pulls out a knife. <laughs> and she's like, yep, that's how I got out of here. 
And maybe they gave up. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Maybe they <laughs> like, maybe they got distracted. Like what I guess what use is her anyway, if the kid's not around? Oof. <laughs> I'm just saying, like she's just I don't know. She does she's just one person. We are But that yeah, that was like like the one gripe I had. It was like, okay, this is like people are getting in and out of these places way too easily. I mean, in the case of Huey getting in and out of the tower, if you look like you belong anywhere, you'd be surprised what you get away with. Does Huey look like he belongs anywhere? <laughs> and he had a severed hand. Steven, he's carrying he's around a, a severed hand. I mean, if you keep it in a bag, maybe. He didn't. <laughs> maybe maybe it was a, an isolated wing of the tower. I don't know. Like, you, you gotta admit, that's a little bizarre. It's it, they expect you to to really um, suspend your disbelief for a second. Yeah, a little bit. It's but still forgivable. Absolutely. We're all distracted by um, Lamplighter burning himself alive in front of uh, a spiked statue of the Seven. Yep, that was pretty fucked up, wasn't it? I I was like, oh, the, the minute he was standing there staring at a statue, I was like. Oh, he's gonna fucking kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, here's well, the thing I mean, about the show. I'm kind of like, I'm, 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 I'm in a habit of predicting it beat for beat. And this it's, show, yeah, this show. But the and the, but the thing is, it's not like really lessening it for me because I I want to stick around and see how they're gonna fucking kill Homelander. I want to yeah, I, I want to watch a bunch of these people get what's coming to them because I'm lacking that so much in day to day life. Living vicariously, as it were. Yeah, how about that? We watch media to escape from shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, uh, I I have no idea how they're going to do it. I want to I wanna read the comics so bad because I want to see how they do it, but I'm going to hold off, I think. Well, from what you've told me, it's pretty much an entirely different story at this point, isn't it? Story. Yeah. It's a different story. It's a different story. Um, yeah, it's quiet. Oh, okay, Mike Myers, let's... <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, no, um, uh, final thoughts on the boys slash Exorcist Two Heretic. Oh fucking! I have no thoughts on the Exorcist Part Two, the Heretic. I will say there was one, maybe one poignant thought the movie posed, or put posed to. <laughs> um, it was does good naturally draw evil on itself, and I couldn't help but think. Huh. I mean, people really do like taking advantage of things they perceive as naive, and is that what being good looks like these days? I, c- I could only think of um, Alexa being like, <laughs> was it Alexa? She was like looked down on for being too chipper at work or something like that. Oh. Or or it's or it's when she was in school, like you know, people didn't like. There was some group of people that like didn't didn't take to her being nice as it happened so it's like well how miserable do you have to be (laughs) to let that shit get to you you know yeah that's a good point but like yeah does does good naturally draw evil on itself and if they'd like if they'd focus more on that theme rather than all the psychic like bullshit that was going on in the movie and all the like the like the the terrible acting, the poor dubbing, and the batshit mm-hmm. insane plot. If they just focused a bit more on that theme, maybe we could have got something good there. But alas, maybe yeah, 
They really wanted that hypnosis thing to be cool. It because um, they did it like three or four times. Man, that that is some Roger Corman shit right there. You get a strobe light, you put a little humming sound in post or some shit, and bada bing, bada boom, you have a psychic machine. <laughs> you, you strap some studs to their head. That's it. <laughs> you don't gotta explain it. It's just there. It's just there. I mean, it's like, I it's was, like explaining I was, the it's like explaining the Ghostbuster tech. It's just you don't have to do it. It's just a vacuum that vacuums up ghosts. Yep, the end. But at least it looks impressive. That's the thing. You want me to expect something that looks so banal can be so extravagant? You gotta put the work in. True. You gotta surround it with shit that looks incredible. So yeah, those I, are my final thoughts on Exorcist Part Two. Thoughts on Boy Season Two? Uh, pretty good. Um, season three, probably never. Probably never. Well, at the rate, well, COVID's still a thing and all okay, that. Okay, well, we can't, we can't stop ending this fucking podcast talking about COVID. It's Watch enough. me. Watch me. Oh my God. Thanks no. everyone for listening. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, yeah, boy, season three, can't wait to see it. And, uh, what, are we putting up a, it's the 14th. We got a couple of episodes of our left air, eh? We sure do. Uh, can we watch a good movie next week? Man, what do we... We gotta decide it right here and now. What are we gonna watch? Um, the Thing. The Thing. Oh, yes. John Carpenter's The Thing from the 80s. I've never seen it. You've never seen The Thing? Yeah, I've never seen The Thing. Well, 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 well. Apparently I'm in for a rough ride. Next week, everybody, we're gonna be watching The Thing... If you want to watch it, go right ahead. If you don't want to watch it and get spoiled from it, what's the matter with you? Yeah, likely next week. Um, if not, definitely sometime in Spooky Month. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I will put... I, I hate fucking saying the tags at the end of every episode, so I'm just going to put them in the description. They're all different, unfortunately, but, you know, we do what we got to do. Simon no longer has Twitter, but, you know, it's all good. Anyway, You don't need to hear my opinion all the time. It's okay. Do it every week, at least. Uh, But, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.